This is an audio version of Deep Double Descent from the OpenAI.com research blog. Subtitle. We show that the double descent phenomenon occurs in CNNs, ResNets, and Transformers. Performance first improves, then gets worse, and then improves again with increasing model size, data size, or training time. This effect is often avoided through careful regularization. While this behavior appears to be fairly universal, we don't yet fully understand why it happens and view further study of this phenomenon as an important research direction. This was published on December the 5th, 2019. It's a blog post that accompanies a paper, which is linked here in the post, and its authors are Pritum Nakiran, Gail Kaplan, Yamini Bansal, Tristan Yang, Boaz Barak, and Ilya Sutskeva. The post starts with a graph. It has an x-axis that measures model size in ResNet 18 width from 1 to 60, and a y-axis measuring test-slash-training error from 0.2 to 0.7. And it has these dotted lines on it that indicate that the expected modern machine learning performance is that it will begin quite high and then begin to decrease, gradually flattening out as it does so. There's also a line for the expected results from classical statistics in which the test-slash-train error increases as model size increases. But then the reality is marked on here. As a solid line, it begins high, then the error drops quite sharply. Then the error increases again briefly before rejoining the path of expected modern ML and slowly decreasing while flattening out. Here's the text. Many classes of modern deep learning models, including CNNs, ResNets and Transformers, exhibit the previously observed double descent phenomenon when not using early stopping or regularization. The peak occurs predictably at a critical regime, in quotes, where the models are barely able to fit the training set. As we increase the number of parameters in a neural network, the test error initially decreases, increases, and just as the model is able to fit the train set, undergoes a second descent. Neither classical statisticians' conventional wisdom that two large models are worse, nor the modern ML paradigm that bigger models are better, uphold. We find that double descent also occurs over train epochs. Surprisingly, we show these phenomena can lead to a regime where more data hurts and training a deep network on a larger train set actually performs worse. Heading. Model-wise double descent. 1. There is a regime where bigger models are worse. So here's another graph. Again, it has the ResNet 18 width parameter on the x-axis, that's the model size, and the test-slash-train error is on the y-axis, ranging from 0 to 0.5 here. There's an overall structure in the graph where there's an area marked classical regime, with bias-variance trade-off, that's from 0 to about 11 on the x-axis, and then the modern regime, where larger model is better, from that point 11 onwards, and that point where the two regimes swap over is called the interpolation threshold. And then there's a third area here, which is shaded red, which overlaps both of those, so it starts at around 4 and ends just before 20, with that interpolation threshold up the middle of it, and that area is labelled the critical regime. Then on the graph we have lines for test and train. So test has that pattern we saw before. The error initially decreases. Then at the beginning of the critical regime it turns around and starts to increase again. Then once again it begins a more gradual descent. And it's roughly at that interpolation threshold where that second turn where it begins to decrease again happens. The line for train begins very similar to the line for test, except that that rapid decrease continues the whole time. The error starts to decrease less quickly at the beginning of the critical regime, and by the end of the critical regime, it's dropped to nearly nothing and stays there. The text reads, 
The model-wise double descent phenomenon can lead to a regime where training on more data hurts. In the chart above, the peak in test error occurs around the interpolation threshold, when the models are just barely large enough to fit the train set. In all cases we've observed, changes which affect the interpolation threshold, such as changing the optimization algorithm, the number of train samples, or the amount of label noise, also affect the location of the test error peak correspondingly. The double descent phenomenon is most prominent in settings with added label noise. Without it, the peak is smaller and easy to miss. Adding label noise amplifies this general behaviour and allows us to easily investigate. Heading. Sample-wise, non-monotonicity. 2. There is a regime where more samples hurts. So here's a graph with the x-axis for model size again, this time transformer embedding dimension from 0 to 200, and a y-axis cross-entropy test loss, from around 8 to around 22. Then we have lines for 4,000 train samples and 18,000 train samples. So the 18,000 train samples line begins low, so low loss, then increases up to a maximum loss and then begins to decrease again. The line representing only 4,000 train samples spikes up very rapidly to a high loss, then spikes down again rapidly to the point where there's some span of the x-axis where the 18,000 training samples line is actually above the 4,000 training samples line in terms of cross-entropy test loss. Though they do cross over again at around 100 model size, with the larger set exhibiting less loss. The text reads, The above chart shows transformers trained on a language translation task, with no added label noise. As expected, increasing the number of samples shifts the curve downwards towards lower test error, However, since more samples require larger models to fit, increasing the number of samples also shifts the interpolation threshold and peak in test error to the right. For intermediate model sizes, these two effects combine, and we see that training on 4.5 times more samples actually hurts test performance. Heading, epoch-wise double descent. 3. There is a regime where training longer reverses overfitting. So here's a pair of three-dimensional graphs. There's an X and Y axis, and then color for the third dimension. The X axis represents the ResNet 18 width parameter. The Y axis, the number of epochs, from 1 to 1,000. And the color represents the train error in the first one, and the test error in the second one. Here's the description of these in the text. The charts above show test and train error as a function of both model size and number of optimization steps. For a given number of optimization steps, that is a fixed Y coordinate, test and train error exhibit model size double descent. For a given model size, a fixed x-coordinate, as training proceeds, test and train error decreases, increases, and decreases again. We call this phenomenon epoch-wise double descent. In general, the peak of test error appears systematically when models are just barely able to fit the training set. Our intuition is that for models at the interpolation threshold, there is effectively only one model that fits the train data and forcing it to fit even slightly noisy or misspecified labels will destroy its global structure. That is, there are no good models, in quotes, which both interpolate the train set and perform well on the test set. However, in the overparameterized regime, there are many models that fit the train set, and there exist such good models. Moreover, the implicit bias of stochastic gradient descent, or SGD, leads it to such good models, for reasons we don't yet understand. 
We leave fully understanding the mechanisms behind double descent in deep neural networks as an important open question. This was an audio version of Deep Double Descent by Pritam Nakaran, Gal Kaplan, Yamini Bansal, Tristan Young, Boaz Barak, and Ilya Sutskiva. It was published on the OpenAI Research blog on the 5th of December 2019. The blog also contains a link to the full paper. This is included as one of the readings in the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This reading was by Perrin Walker and produced by Type 3 Audio.